Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Rich Eisen Show. All I give a damn about winning. What's your thought on the Super Bowl, Randy? I'm going to stick to my guns, Rich. I had the Jets. I'm not going to jump ship. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Micah Parsons, watch him. There he gets him. It is Parsons. The Rich Eisen Show. They had the ball for, I think, 42 minutes. I think we had it for 18. Today's guests, host of the Greenlight Podcast and two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long. Steelers linebacker, TJ Watt. Overreaction Monday and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the air on the Roku channel. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. So much to talk about off of a football weekend. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to have a conversation with us. Chris Long, our friend from the Greenlight Podcast, and also inside the NFL, our weekly Monday guest will be joining us on this program. So will TJ. He's taking on the Browns tonight in a must-have, one would think, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Oh, and one after that dreadful start of the season against the 49ers. The Browns had an opposite effect of things. The Cincinnati Bengals came into their house. They beat them up. Before that, the Panthers will try to get on the board to avoid the dreaded 0-2 start. And then the Saints can try and join a group of largely NFC teams at 2-0 with a win tonight against Bryce Young's trying to be the first quarterback, um, uh, a rookie quarterback in the NFC to put one on the board. These, you know, as we all know, uh, Anthony Richardson has already done that, uh, the expense of the Houston Texans who got um, uh, got crushed, although he did not finish the game so much to talk about on this program we'll have injury updates overreaction monday and again 844-204-RICH the number to dial christopher brockman how are you over there sir good Richard, to see you good to see you dj mikey d is he's nuts back in his chair tj jefferson uh i i can answer the question you always ask off of a cowboys weekend mm-hmm. i can answer it um myself okay how about them cowboys <laughs> i can d? answer that question I can answer the question. I didn't. Get uh, they're very, very, very good. Good at the football. They man. are terrific. Good at the they football. look great. And when you have a struggling quarterback, and you have a struggling quarterback standing behind center in his own backfield against this defense, look out. And I, I got to hand it to him. You got to give it up to Mike McCarthy right here. You must give it up. To Mike McCarthy. Uh, do we have to? You have to do it. Uh, I believe okay. so. You I have to do so. it because if you're the quarterback 
of the New York Jets and you're Zach Wilson and you're not Aaron Rodgers and you know everything that's going on and you know you're going against this defense and you're Mike McCarthy knowing that Zach Wilson knows all this and you win the coin toss. You put your defense out on the field and you maul this kid and you get the possession of the football to start the second half. It makes sense to me. Instead, he's like, no, we're going to take the ball. And he puts his offense out there first. And did they reward him or what? 12-play drive right down the field. Touchdown. Against this Jets defense that the Jets knew they had to rely on to get through this day. Forget about unscathed. Just, you know, slightly half-scathed. I would have signed for, you know, a quarter scathed. Quarter scathed. You know, honestly. <laughs> Semi-scathed? Semi-scathed. Slightly. By the way, uh, uh, not, not, not a very good uh, 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 Mac Davis movie. Semi-scathed. I don't even know if he was in that. Uh, look. The sequel was awesome. Bottom line is McCarthy puts his offense out there. And he's like, all right, now I'll have Dak do his thing after the big shutout win over the Giants was largely fueled at the very beginning by the defense and special teams. We'll have Dak do his thing and put pressure on Zach that way. Paid off. And Dak looked good. CeeDee Lamb looked good. You know what this offense looked like? You know what this offense looked like? It was relentless. It was relentless. Plays over. McCarthy's already calling the next play and. The ball was coming out. It was relentless. The Jets didn't have time to breathe on defense. Deuce Vaughn got unwrapped yesterday. Loved it. Rico Dowdle mm-hmm. is running the ball. Hey, and Tony Pollard the put, the, put the bell cow on him. And, and Pollard is nice. The offense looked really good. And CeeDee Lamb is really special. Top tier. And Dak Prescott is really good. But the MVP of this team, we all know. And I believe he is in the running for most valuable player of the National Football League. Unfortunately for Micah Parsons, he's out of New York City teams to play against. (laughs) Well, he's got one more against the Giants. Mm -hmm. But he's out out of the opportunity to play them back to back. This guy, Micah Parsons. He has 100%, in my mind, sealed the pole possession for Defensive Player of the Year just two weeks in. The play he made on Dalvin Cook basically called ballgame because the Jets did have a sign of life when the Wilsons connected and Garrett showed just how special he is as the reigning Offensive Rookie of the Year in year two. Now having back-to-back touchdowns from Zach Wilson, how how good must you be as a wide receiver to have back-to-back weeks of touchdown grabs from Zach Wilson? Pretty good. And 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 wow. I say that. Oh, no, no, no. I'm no, just I'm, I'm speaking from the gut here. Yeah, I'm speaking said, from the gut. You said it. Okay. Said and it. Now, now last week's Garrett Wilson touchdown was Garrett. This one, Zach delivered it on time to a guy who was, who, who is, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was throw. a thing of beauty. Yeah. And he, Zach even got a field goal out of the final drive of the first half to make it a one score game. And the Dallas defense came out with the Jets getting the ball with that momentum, three and out. Three and out, including a penalty by the Jets. Pre-snap. <laughs> I wonder who was 
maybe in somebody's mind, pre-snap. <laughs> Who could it be? <laughs> the Cowboys then, off of that, got some points on the board to make it 21-10 because the Jets' defense was bending but rarely breaking yesterday. And it's 21-10. Dalvin Cook comes around the end, and Micah Parsons rips the ball out and runs it in for a touchdown. And if it wasn't for the unfortunate, although fortunate for the Jets instance, of Parsons being inadvertently touched, quite frankly, by... I think it was Lake and Tomlinson, the, yeah, the like, Jets uh, alignment, <laughs> because Parsons, I think, contacted him as he was recovering yeah. the ball that yeah. he ripped He's out. To stand up. Uh, it would have been a touchdown, but either way, it was a short field that the Jets defense only gave up three and made it a two-touchdown game. And at that point in time, you know, I, I, I would have thought two touchdowns more out of Zach Wilson. Instead, what we got out of Zach for the rest of the game was a punt and three interceptions. And this is what Micah Parsons leads on the field for this team. He is the 100% defensive player of the year front runner just two weeks in. And I understand it's a marathon. I understand what I'm saying. But it's going to take a lot of effort for somebody in this league to perform as consistently, frighteningly consistent as this guy. Two games in. Holy cow. Uh, and an MVP, you got to talk about. It. He is the most valuable player on this team. TJ, yeah. I think you'd say uh, the one guy you don't want to lose the most. And that I know is a metric we always talk about, like what is the most valuable player? Remove the guy from your team. Can you still play as well as you do? 11. That's it. That's it. Look at him. Look, it speaks for itself. The eye test speaks for itself. What a coup. What a coup. And next up for him is a visit to Josh Dobbs in Arizona. I mean, Look out below. Mac Jones comes to the Jones Mahal in week four. And then this is the one. Let's circle it now at San Francisco week five. That's it. Because San Francisco came here to Los Angeles and took on yet another plucky Rams effort. And needed all of the four quarters to beat him back and beat the Rams to go 0-2, I mean, to go 2-0, and and now they're headed home. Their first two wins are on the road. Division game as well. Just like the Cowboys, they've each won one on the road Mm -hmm. in division and then one outside of conference. Parsons, the highest defensive player on the MVP odds list, guys, 65-1. to I think he proved it. Same odds as Jordan Love, in case you're wondering. That was something else, man. I'll talk more about the Jets specifically later on. Because personally, I'll be straight up with you. I'm tired of hearing myself start this program that way. But I do need to hit it later on because they are a major story in this league. And they are one and one. Oh, yeah. They are one and one. Now then, let's talk about this one, too. Kansas City Chiefs, they, uh, they did their thing yesterday, did they not? And what they did as well, what they did as well is they took on a Jacksonville opponent that had them in their sights as a pelt on the wall. This is why it's so difficult to defend your championship 
in the NFL because the Lions looked at them like a pelt on the wall. And so did the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, what better way to show that you have arrived than to tell Mahomes on his 28th birthday when his birthday gifts from the team come in the form of a freshly signed Chris Jones and a freshly returned from a one-game injury respite in his great future Hall of Fame friend and target, Travis Kelsey. What better way for you to tell your fans there in Duval County, we have arrived, and what they did defensively, sacked Trevor Lawrence four times, and Lawrence was running for his life, throwing late. How many times did you see Calvin Ridley come in with one foot down. He made so many great catches, but they were all out of bounds in the the back end line. The one at the very end of the game. I know. He caught it. And so they were just a little bit off all day, and that's the Chiefs' defense. My goodness gracious. Sky Moore finally got in the end zone for you, right? He's your fantasy player? I do. I had him on the bench. And it's just like, just here's what the Chiefs need to do. Just give me a little bit more running. Just more run. Just, Just try it. <laughs> just try it. Just try it. Just well, try Rich, it. It was Mahomes' birthday yesterday. I so get he it. was gonna throw it around the yard. I get it. You know what I mean? But just try it. You know, like it's when I first started Sports Center, you know, and Keith Olbermann kept telling me, just do one entire show without a joke. One whole show without a joke. Then would start with one highlight, then one segment, then one half a show, then one full show, and then do it for an entire week, and then you're halfway there to the type of broadcaster you can be. Here I am giving Andy Reid some advice. Just just run just Give me a little bit more running. And then one of these kids, I nominate Rasheed Rice. And he scored in the opener? I will, I will nominate him. Because Sky Moore scored last year, and I'll nominate him. He's like, let's get him going. Because Kadarius Tony just strikes me as... He had a few catches yeah, yesterday. They got him involved. He got him going. He got him going a little bit. We're know. going a little higher register on him. I, go, I nominate this second rounder. I'll nominate this kid Rich, Andy for Reeves, being the rookie Andy, of their year. Andy Reid's just focused on nuggies, so maybe that's what he's doing. <laughs> that commercial's hilarious. I see it. <laughs> but this is what I needed to see out of Kansas City, and this is what Kansas City needed to show everyone. That's why Mahomes said they need to prove something to themselves, right? They need to prove that they are themselves to themselves. That's what he said in his press conference last week. And so what they did is they went into Jacksonville – With the Jaguars feeling their oats for good reason, and they feel in their way trying to put that Chiefs pelt on the wall and say, we have arrived, and the Chiefs are 0-2 for the first time in forever, and we have arrived. We are 2-0. We are going to win this division. We now have a tiebreak on the Chiefs to lay on the table in January. And this is exactly why it's so difficult to defend this Super Bowl is because you keep running into these teams one week after another and they stumbled in their first week at home raising a banner. And I understand you could sit here and say, you know, they didn't have their two best players and they got them back yesterday outside of Mahomes, obviously. But you have to win games at home even when you're banged up or dealing with a holdout. And next up for them is Chicago, which could not look any worse coming out of the gate based on how much excitement was surrounding Justin Fields and DJ Moore, who did have some plays yesterday in Tampa. And then they visit the Jets 
on Sunday night. I am wondering if NBC executives were watching that game against the uh, Cowboys on CBS yesterday, watching that struggle of Zach Wilson and seeing the way the defense of the Chiefs just played. Can they flex out of that one? Can they just flex out of it and figure out what else to put on that week four Sunday night? Because that's not going to be much of a game based on what we saw with all due respect to my team and my coach. Oh. Well, the Jets would have four more primetime games, right? They sure do, and that's for another day to discuss. At Minnesota, which has a huge week three game coming up against the Chargers, which we'll talk about a little bit later in this first hour. Denver, the Chargers themselves. I mean, the Chiefs can go on a nice, neat run here because they did get their mojo back a little bit yesterday on offense and defensively hey if they're giving up 17 to trevor lawrence and travis Etienne, or giving up giving up uh they score 17 basically Mm -hmm. against trevor lawrence and travis Etienne and calvin ridley looking the way he's looking in evan ingram yep how many games are they gonna win this year Uh, the rest of them (laughs) (laughs) that's one way to put it (laughs) That is an excellent way to put it, quite frankly. Chris, let me check the script on that just, real quick. Uh, yeah, by the way, throw yeah, that yeah, script is, down that Rodgers lasted four snaps uh, in 75 well, seconds. Because I, I think that script sucks. I didn't want to upset you, but Sorry, I knew it was Rich. coming is all I'm saying. Take that script you know I mean? and flush it. Flushing meadows it. All right. Trust me. Don't miss top of hour three. That's when I'm going to sort of have my, my latest soprano melfi moment where you're all melfi and i'm soprano we really need to get a couch in here that no you we don't like we do lay. have one but, but we, we i know but you can't really lay and get comfortable yeah we've redone one, our you know set I mean? a little bit we'll take it to the green room. all right Ooh, that's all true. right we care, we, we care about you rich let's uh, <laughs> take a break we'll talk about the sunday night football game i've got some oh and two teams that are genuinely concerning me we've got overreaction monday chris long tj watt and you at 844-204-RICH number to dial we're off and running here on this monday edition of the rich eisen show with most of week two in the books looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. I had nothing to do with this, so you understand. This Hoskins just got on my ear. I didn't know they did this. Uh-oh. Um, apparently a connection of a collection of your tweets while watching Sunday night football. I only saw one. I only saw one. I only saw one. I responded and I responded to that one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bed. That's the one I saw. And I responded. I wrote, wake up. So it's seven, seven. What? Oh, it was, it was, what happened? It looked bad. I agree. It was awful. That was the one where they, I think they, Raheem Mostert just took it to the house. Was it the house call or was it at the max pick? 
replay sucks and all replay. I do have to tell you, and I think Susie wants to hit this on what the football. She was going on a rant like, how could you end a football game that way? Why didn't Why didn't they spot it or do a measurement? Right. Right. They eyeballed it. Why right. wasn't there a measurement? Clearly, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. Why wasn't there, Why no, wasn't there a I, measurement? I, yeah, you should you should spot it and then and then and, and then, then bring it out because the thing it. on yeah. the sideline is yeah, inaccurate a hundred percent. So yeah. like, what if the spot it where you there? want to spot it yeah. and then give and me then the change? Measure also just for the theatrics of yeah, they went, you're going to end the game like that. I know. Give me a measurement. But what a play by Cole Strange and Gasecki. That, like, that was cool. Yeah, that that was awesome. Honestly, <laughs> I'll tell you what. That got me off the couch more than Russell Wilson's Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Oh, really? Yeah. The Hail Mary was Dude, pretty awesome. I thought the game's over. Gasicki has the mind to flip it to Cole Strange. Big man with football. <laughs> Big man with football. Big man with football. <laughs> it was amazing. Big man with football. We're going to get Cole in the offense. And then, and then, and then it, they give him the first down. And sh- yeah. And then we're like, let's take a look at it. And then, you know, Buzzkill, Terry Buzzkill McCauley chimes in. I mean, honestly. No, it's his job. Sure it's his nice job. Man, it's his job. He's a nice he man. he is a buzzkill of all the highest are, order. All of them are. John Parry. Jeez. Hey, Jets fans, you just finally won a I game mean, in which God. your heart got cut out and an Achilles blows up. But, yeah. hey, there's a tripping call they missed. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions yeah. for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We're just talking in the uh, Roku uh, channel only segment uh, about the way that the Patriots Dolphins game ended. You tweeted out, like, you know, you know, end all replay, which I think is a bit extreme. It was to a, be little much, a little much. But, I agree. you know, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there with, with Coop and Susie watching the game, um, you know, two Patriot fans. And, you know, they, Susie's right. I was saying the same thing too. She was like, you know, how do you end a game that way? Yeah. How do you like, okay, I've heard of walk off touchdowns, walk off interceptions, walk off pick sixes, walk off fumbles, did walk we off. A, did we have a walk off safety in overtime a couple I've, years ago? Yeah, I was there. It was the, the wake off. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Cameron, Cameron Wake. wake. Yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. On a, that was on a, on a Halloween night on a Thursday night against the Bengals. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. It was called the wake off. Yeah. A wake-off safety. Yes, I've seen it all. But come on. Like, having a, a game end with somebody looking at a monitor that we're not seeing. We, we, and, and the game. Uh, and what a play that was for Mike Gesicki. crazy. And by the way, this Van Ginkle guy, who is Einhorn. I think Van Ginkle is Einhorn, and Einhorn is Van Ginkle. I mean, on, on the Dolphins, he's everywhere. Yeah. And, and so, at any rate, long story short, Gasicki's being tackled, and he has the presence of mind to lateral it to Cole Strange, big man with football. Big man. Who jumps up and catches it and spins. He moved his, he moved his, his, uh, his shoulders so he could gain the first down. He definitely played tight end at some point. In his Dude. Life. He made a great play. It was awesome. But this that was what, excitement. Yeah. Nah, nah, hey, look. Nah, this is what nah, happens nah, when nah. you. But this is what happens when you don't make the plays early on. Right. Then you leave yourself to this sort of stuff happening. You know that's why Rod Woodson told me over and over again. One of the things he remembered from Coach Chuck Knoll when he was younger and he got there. He would always say, "Play better than the refs." Ref. There's going to be something that happens where the refs either stick their nose in or make a wrong call and you're, you know, play better. So it doesn't affect you. And without question, the Miami Dolphins played better last night. And they had a totally different game 
on Sunday night than they did the previous Sunday in Los Angeles. We all knew it would be that way. We all knew it would be that way. Division games on the road are different than conference games on the road. Just to start, you throw Belichick in the mix. I thought, you know, Collinsworth was so on it in the first drive of that game for Miami saying what the what the Patriots are going to do let him get their yards, no yeah. big plays. No let big him try plays. and get down the field, then yeah. get into the red zone where things are a little bit tight. Tighten it, and you mm-hmm. can't like take any. You can't take the top of the defense off right. when the top of the defense is in the end zone. The Minutemen, right? The minute- <laughs> <laughs> now that's a line of defense I wasn't considering. <laughs> there you go. Yes, Look, beware of the musket. Right? Hey, you don't want to. You, if you see the whites of their eyes, <laughs> yeah. you're out of bounds. Right. Right. So, long story short, they did that. Yeah. And they were holding the Dolphins down. I mean, Mustard's, uh, Mostert's house call kind of. It was a backbreaker in a way. But the Patriots then, hey, in the same way that it's so difficult to watch my young quarterback in the same draft as Mac Jones was drafted, there's a light on with Mac Jones, man. I think so. There is a light on. Just need to get him some he more the, skill players he, around he, him. He, in terms of seeing the field, you know, like Zach Wilson saying he's seeing the field better. I mean, Mac knows exactly where the ball needs to go. He gets it out fast. He gets it out fast. He's not holding on to it and making right. dumbass plays. Around, right. You know? he's, yeah. he's just he, he's hitting his back foot and boom. The question is, who is he throwing to is going to make a play that's scaring you right. to the point where... There's no deep threat. There's no you know. There's nobody to take the top off the defense like we just said. Not consistently. Everything's short. Everything's out. You know, Hunter Henry over the middle. Gusecki. Um... But you, you can Not see enough the for Andre. Yeah, you maybe. can see the Bill O'Brien factor. I think is, is paying it's dividends. Definitely better. Needed a little more Ramondre. I mean, the Dolphins gave up 200 rushing yards yeah. to, to, to the Chargers last week, and Ramondre finishes with 50. Like, come on. And, and Zeke's on a milk carton through two weeks. He's not. He's not. I don't know what's. Uh, I don't know plays. what's up. Yeah, I don't well, know. he's not on the field a lot, and I, I don't know what. I, I he don't. had a couple series and just couldn't get anything going. In positive. So, uh, and to me, through the first two weeks the most complete team consistently through the first two weeks in the AFC, which is the deepest end of the pool, as we know, supposedly. Although right now in the NFC, you've got the Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, Commanders, Bucks, and Falcons all 2-0 and with the Saints maybe joining them tonight. And then right now in the AFC, you've got the Dolphins, Ravens at 2-0. and That's it with maybe the Browns joining them tonight, and that's mm-hmm. it. So you look at the AFC with a bunch of one and one teams and an 0-2 teams and the Chargers and the Bengals. And then you look at the Dolphins, the way that they're playing football. Tyreek Hill wasn't going crazy, but he still scored. Yep. Jalen Waddell didn't score, but he went a little bit crazy before he got knocked out with a concussion. Yep. Braxton Berrios is doing yeah, like curly cues like everywhere. And make and Tua, how good is this guy? He is really good, and he has stepped his game up in a way that I don't think a lot of people saw coming. One way to protect yourself, talk about jujitsu or tuajitsu as we're calling it here, all you want, (laughs) that he knows how to fall, he's going to fall on his right shoulder, he's going to fall this way, fall that way. Best way to protect yourself is get rid of the football, Yep. and that's what he is doing. He's seeing it, and he's throwing it. He's accurate. I know he he underthrew one that... That kind of Christian Gonzalez, what a high point pick that he's, was last he's night. He's a good player, man. Right, so, you know. That was a great play. That was a great play. Great play, but he underthrew it, and he let the kid yeah. come in and make that high point pe- play, which he made. 
How many kids do you see come in and they bat it down and they don't make the catch? Yep. But, man, oh, man, you look at this division, I mean, good luck. Black Friday uh, and Amazon, unless something happens. Again, if, if, if Zach Wilson is struggling like this, how in the world are you going to keep point for point with this Dolphins team? And if the Patriots at home last night, you know, did what they did and still it felt like that was a two-score game yeah. despite the way it ended – and defensively, they tightened the bolts. They didn't even have what Jalen Phillips wasn't even on the field. They don't have Jalen Ramsey yet. Right. They're supposedly going to get him back in December. Yep. I mean, and the way that the coach is clearly dialed in and still being himself, like running, like sprinting off the field after his halftime interview. Well, the the steady cam yeah, was kind of going to walk with him. I and know. Then he he, just took and off. then he just looked at him and he's just like, you know, trying to keep up. And yeah, he took that off. Was hilarious. He's that was being himself. Funny. McDaniel yeah, is being himself. Funny. He's genuine. Tua stays healthy. I, those are the those are the three. That's the that that's the mantra. Right now, the three words. For the Miami Dolphins, Super Bowl hopes, Tua stays healthy. You want to use the word if because that's everything you hear about the Dolphins out of anybody's mouth starts with if if Tua stays healthy. And after the game, this was Tua Tungo-Vailoa hearing about the stat that he's now 5-0 and against Bill Belichick as a pro. You're now 5-0 against Bill Belichick's defense. What are you doing right? Well, I think our team is 5-0 and against Bill Belichick. Um, it's never a me thing. <laughs> it's never a, a me thing. Um, and, you know, I don't think we ever look at it as, oh, we beat them once, we beat them twice, we beat them five times in a row. Um, every every time we, we face Coach Belichick's team, you know, it's always a challenge, and we know we're going to get their best. But it, it's, it's hard to play against a team like that, especially here on the road in Foxborough. You know, we're, we're going to take them however they come. And... Um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to, to move forward on uh, whatever team that we have next. And that's Denver, by the way. Oof. That's Denver. And um, I, I think Miami is the most complete team in the AFC right now through two weeks. And that's, that's, a, that's easy for me to say. I know that they had issues closing out last night, but that's what happens when you're in New England against Belichick. And then circle week four, in the same way I started this program and saying circle week five between the Cowboys and the 49ers, circle week four, visiting Buffalo. For Miami to get visits to Buffalo and New England out of the way before it is butt-ass cold. Mm-hmm. That's a technical term. So those are important, crucial check marks for them to get through. Yeah, you talk about Tua's improvement, uh, Rich. Remember when Mike McDaniel started and he was like, this Tua's the most accurate passer I've ever seen. And right. Tyreek Hill, this is the most accurate quarterback and I've talking ever played about, with. Like, yeah, like, right. Instead of Mahomes, we're like, right. what, are you, what are you talking about? You really see that through the first two weeks. He is just on the money. The ball is out quick. Yes. He's a really great player. He's your favorite for MVP right now. How can you not say that, though? Right now, if I, odds I, here, than Mahomes. Here, here's what I would go. Uh, I would go MVP of the league right now. I'd go Tua. I'd go Micah Parsons at two. Then I would go, who's the nut? Would you say McCaffrey's the guy for San Francisco? Or is it such a yeah, team sure, effort? Sure, I would say McCaffrey. I don't know. Would you say that? Yeah. 
He's putting up the numbers. He's scoring but in every everybody's game. balling yeah. out there. Everybody Fred Warner's it. everywhere. Funga, Nick Bosa's just getting started. Ayuk, Debo had a day. I mean, Josh Allen is second in the odds right now. Hey, why not Baker uh, Mayfield? Hurts. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I just went high register. Sorry, Baker. Just saying, but man. Baker Mayfield has worse odds Hertz, than Parsons. I, I guess you'd go Hurts three. You'd have to go Hurts yeah, three. Put Hurts in there. Sure. Lamar? Lamar, Lamar four. Because yeah. the Lamar Jackson Ravens beat uh, up you know. Cincinnati yesterday. Dak is 15 to one. Two is absolutely through two weeks. Yeah, he's your favorite. Six to one right now. And the AFC, most complete team. Before I even see what the Browns do tonight. <laughs> Good luck. Sometimes you're gonna have to put up 40. Other times you're yeah. gonna have to you're gonna have to just put your big boy pants on because the Dolphins have some people who can hit you. And what if the Browns just smoke Pittsburgh tonight? No, that'll be something. We'll talk to TJ Watt later on in the program. Let's take some phone calls here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Let's go to Rich in Maryland. First in, first up for Rich in Maryland. What's up, Rich? How's it going, guys? What's going on with you? What did you say, buddy? What an unbelievable comeback by the Washington Commanders yesterday. Yes, sir. Um, Probably one of the um, most awesome wins I've ever seen um, in my years as a Commanders fan. I mean, they were absolutely dead um, down 21-3, to and I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall um, in the (laughs) locker room. Um, to see what kind of speech uh, Ron Rivera and um, Eric Bieniemy and Jack Del Rio gave his guys because they came out absolutely firing in the second half. Um, you know, Eric Bieniemy dialing up some great plays. Um, it was a little crazy there at the end with that Hail Mary. But yeah. they, they hung tough, and Sam Howell looked great. The running game picked up. Um, Got a big one against Buffalo next week. We got to play a lot better, but I was very encouraged by what I saw. Two things, Rich. Great points. It's, we we don't get too many Commanders fans calling in talking about them being two and zero because I don't believe we were on the air. We didn't exist uh, as our program last time it happened was twenty twelve. Was the last time the Commanders started two and zero. Uh, secondly, uh, Brockman, go ahead and say what you said in my ear when Rich started talking. I mean, talking. I know it says Rich in Maryland, but are you really former Cowboys coach Jason Garrett? Do you know you, know you sound you like sound Jason just Garrett, like Rich. Him. No, I'm not former uh, Cowboys coach Jason Garrett, I, like uh, but I, I do take that as a compliment. Okay, well, you, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. Are you hands-free right now, Rich? <laughs> you talking hands-free? Um, I can be hands-free. Yeah, do that, because we need, we need to hear you clap. Did you just clap a lot? Can you, can oh, you, you, disrespect. <laughs> it's not disrespectful. It's disrespect to my ex-coach. Hold on a second. Okay, very good. A little more speed. We need and to by pick the up way, the pace a little look bit. Look, we just added uh, the graphic at the bottom of the screen. Not, Not Jason Garrett in mean, Maryland. Honestly. Okay, thank you, Rich. Greatly you, appreciate you well, it. brother. Yeah, we just did Jason. That it was yeah, kind of yeah, jarring. Uncalled I was like, whoa. For, uncalled for. Jason Garrett. Hey, I told Mike McCarthy. Jason Garrett. Yeah, you guys. He's dialing up plays. He's pushing buttons, man. We're trashing Mike McCarthy. Now what? So how about two games? And by, so, so. <laughs> he hasn't done anything. Mike McCarthy. Oh, he hasn't? You could have coached them to two no, and I one thousand percent could not have. I'm telling you, no, no one again, who's not a professional coach. Hey, Micah, go stop them. I will. <laughs> nice. I will. As I caped at the start, I couldn't believe that he gave the Jets defense a shot at the field first. I'm, I'm like, I was sitting there thinking, thank you, man. Thank you. You're putting our best unit on the field yeah, first, and then you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna stop them cold, and then we'll give Zach some wind at our backs. Saying, go, you know, just make the plays. That's all we need to do, Zach. Just make the plays. Make the throws. 
Make the easy layups. Game manage. Go ahead. And instead, he put his offense out first, and they scored on the Jets' defense. Talk about just maybe demoralizing them and gutting them on the spot. And then you put Zach on the field down seven? Man, that's a, that, that's a game of chess when everyone else is playing checkers. you got to give it up for that. And the way that you dialed up the plays, honestly, I'm like, wow, they're going to the line already? It's you, know, hold on a second. you know the Cowboys had two fewer rushes yesterday than the Jets had total plays? Wow. They had 44 rushes, the Cowboys. The Jets had 46 plays total. And Dak had a really good day, and so did CeeDee Lamb. And everyone got involved. Everyone touched the ball. Hey, let me just do this one more time. Let me get this exactly right. I'm caping for Mike McCarthy. Wow. (laughs) I'm serious. Why not? (laughs) Pollard touched the ball. Rico Daddle touched the ball. Cavante Turpin touched the ball. Peyton Hendershot had one target. He did not touch the football. Um, CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Tolbert, Deuce Vaughn, Deuce. Jake Ferguson, nice. Michael Gallup, and Luke Schoonmacher. Luke. Your boy. Yes, indeed. They all touched the football yesterday. Spreading it around. You got to give it up to the coach for that, man. I told Chris Rich at one point I was acting just like a crazed fan because I thought we were playing too conservative. Mm-hmm. I wanted more and more and more. And then my buddy was like, are you crazy? He goes, look what's going on right now. And I had to be realistic and go, yeah, he's calling a perfect game. We're not trying to do too much or DTM. As no Coach DTM Brian would say don't DTM. You <laughs> see who's backing you up. And it's almost like what you said earlier, George St. Pierre, the, the great UFC fighter. One thing he was great at is he would study his opponent. He would find out the opponent's strength and then he would beat him by using his strength against him. And so putting that defense out there was almost like, all right, you know, let's see what you got. I think I, Irv says something all the time. I forget. Like, if you go at someone's strength, you beat their will. You yeah, break you their will break their or will. something. Like, he did it. And it could have backfired. Like, oh, now, you know, Jets got the ball to start the second half after scoring a field goal to end the first half. They could have gotten right back in the game. And instead, the defense did its job. The offense got three. And then Micah Parsons ripped the ball out from Dalvin Cook. And that was literally all she wrote. 844-204-RICH, number to dial on the program. When we come back, 0-2 teams that are genuinely concerning me. As you know, I'm not an alarmist, (laughs) but I will sound one when we come back right here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. Just go to Indeed.com podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another fact I got from NFL Network Research and it's crack staff yesterday is the NFC East features three 2-0 teams for the first time since I tweeted this out, actually, um, for the first time since the Giants, the Cardinals and the Eagles were 2-0 in 1989. Whoa. Is that Neil Lomax? I think so. Back in the day. Buddy, right? Buddy Ryan well, was I mean, 89. The St. Louis Cardinals are in the East, so that tells you that was a while back. Yes, sir. So, uh, Jahan Dotson of the Washington Commanders no, had some fun on Twitter Jahan. saying uh, 2-0, and yawn emoji, and Micah Parsons said, I'm coming. <laughs> and as you know, you would know this better than most, T.J. Jefferson. Mm-hmm. They were teammates, teammates at Penn yes. State. So... They are. I mean, I'm scared. I'm scared for Jahan here. Like, that's frightening. I'm coming. Well, be, be scared for Sam Howell. Yeah, I mean, that Jahan be- could probably find a way to stay out of Micah's path. He's going to muss up that point. bedhead a little bit more. Well, Jahan's going to get his quarterback killed. <laughs> like, be quiet. No, but he's not saying that at. No, I know. He's Micah just like, just, oh, yawn, we're 2-0. Yeah, I know. And, and, like, and his college teammate was like, I'm going to jump I'm, in here. I'm coming, dog. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> Let me see. That will be Thanksgiving. That's the first instance at Dallas. Thanksgiving. That's when the two shall meet. And, you know, and then the last about, week of the season. We're not worried about Thanksgiving, Rich. Right now, we're on to week three. We're on to the Cardinals. <laughs> Who, by the way, had the Giants right where they wanted them. I cannot believe they lost that game yesterday. Well, they realized what they were supposed to be doing. Well, and then, then they, if I guess it dawned on them, right? <laughs> like, oh, oh shit! What Hold happened on a was second. Somebody no. reread the script. It was like, Again, well, wait a second. I don't want to see that script anymore because that script sucks. Because it had Rodgers playing just four snaps in seventy-five seconds. I'm enjoying seconds. it so far. Don't it's like a great that. read. Back here on the Rich Eisen show, I'm going to be at the microphone for Westwood One tonight for the doubleheader of Monday Night Football. How about that? Two games tonight. You can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate stations digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, and me all season long for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. That may be my favorite part of the day. <laughs> you do, your face just shows so much joy. Uh, when I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I like getting in the zone. The silent comma is something you just love. Uh, I, like I mean, that's the, the summer all in me. Manhattan. Manhattan. Uh, all right. Let's, let's jump in here. 
Owen oh, 2 back in the day was really difficult because you didn't have that 17th regular season game to maybe make up for it. And you'll see the stats since 1990, new playoff format, uh, or the, right? the most recent prior to the most recent playoff format game. Um, 11 or 12 percent, you'll yeah, see. Something like that, yeah. Somebody, some might round up, round down if you're 0 oh, 2. Yeah. Um, it, it's not great for you to find your footing, but it has happened and it's happened most recently the Bengals last year started 0-2 when Joe Burrow missed most of the summer with an appendectomy forcing him to miss some time and um, so you could take a look at that from last year and say why not this year well it's because Joe Burrow 0-2 strolling off the field in a home division Loss to the Ravens, limping to midfield like he was Fred G. Sanford. Because the calf injury that caused him to miss all of the summer this year. Now, that's something. The appendectomy, you know, as long as there's no surgical complications, you just need to gather yourself and get, you know, in football shape. And by late September, those two losses to start the season. You could turn that frown upside down. This one, though, feels different, and I am genuinely concerned for the Cincinnati Bengals because they have, thanks to their division championship many times over, the dreaded first-place schedule. And the Bengals now 0-2 have a Monday night game against, well, hey, hey folks, Puka Nakua is coming to the Queen City. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh all you want. Hey, that's my guy. Laugh TMG. all you want. He's being targeted right now. They're targeting him <laughs> right now. They're it targeting is... him now. They're targeting him tomorrow. They're targeting him at the airport. They're targeting him on the plane. They'll be targeting him on the tarmac. You know, he'll be targeted on the tarmac like he's Lane Kiffin at USC. Hey, come on. Is it hashtag too <laughs> soon? Uh, come on. Hey, yo. And then they are at Tennessee. At Arizona, you could sit here and say at Tennessee, but ask the Chargers about that, and we'll get to that in a second. Home for Seattle, which proved its metal quite a bit yesterday in Detroit. Yeah, they banged up the Lions. They beat them up, and then they beat them in overtime. A big win. They've got games at San Francisco, home for Buffalo. Obviously, they're division games. They have to visit Jacksonville. They have to go to Kansas City on New Year's Eve. Hey, man. Yeah. The question is, is how is Burrow feeling? This is what Burrow had to say after the game about starting 0-2, the figurative hurt, and now the actual literal injury. When when your quarterback misses camp, it's it's tough to it's tough to start fast. Uh, it's uh it's not an ideal situation. Obviously you don't want to start 0-2. Uh, it's not not what we were planning on, not not what you want to do at all. But uh, you know, we're gonna bounce back. That's what we do. Um, all there is to it. Well, what happened on the calf? Let's tweak it a little bit again. Uh, and we'll see where it is tomorrow. Could you, could you have came back out and Yeah, I was going to come back out. See what it's like tomorrow. Well, today is tomorrow. I am really concerned. At least, Bengals fans, he is who he is, and I don't think it'll phase him. Plus, you're not in the Northeast. Could you imagine if he had gotten paid like this in <laughs> oh New God. England and Philadelphia or New York, yep. and this is the way it would come out? It would be like, yeah, thanks for the memories of the last couple of years, but bro, 
And, yep. you know, and Mixon's there and Higgins is there and Jamar Chase is there. and Right? I mean, it's not like he's missing his Kelsey for a game or his Chris Jones for a game. I mean, this one is feels different than last year's 0-2. And then there's a team that doesn't feel different when they're 0-2. Even though they're 0-2 for the first time in six years, it's just I, I, no team loses games where you can't put your finger directly on why other than to say they're the Chargers. You know what I mean? Like, And I say this as a Jet fan. Sorry, you know, yeah, Charger fans. I, I say this as a Jet fan. And you could hear what Brown's going to Brown or whatever. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Chargers just have a game in their midst. They take a lead late in the fourth quarter and then let Tennessee get down a field in time to tie the game. And then in overtime. What was the play calling d- in overtime? It was just three and out. It was I just know. like, oh, deep, my gosh. Deep pass, deep pass, deep pass. Like, but, and, but, and, and then – I guess you don't have Eckler for the game and you're you're in Tennessee and I took the Titans to win this one because yeah, this was smart. one of those games that Mike Vrabel takes smart. his heart pills and buckles up. But the Chargers had, you know, got 300 yards out of Herbert and then just didn't make the one or two plays to do it. They gave up two deep balls that Tannehill hit that right. were kind of crucial. And so it's leaving the media to ask questions of coaches that you you know he doesn't want to answer, especially because we all know that this is all took a turn despite being enough in a playoff game by a million points. Someone brought up the Jacksonville loss to Coach Staley moments after the overtime loss to start 0-2. Wondered whether that Jacksonville loss would I'm not I'm not worried about the Jacksonville loss. The Jacksonville loss hasn't carried on to the season whatsoever. If you've seen our training camp or you've seen the way we've played in the first two games, it hasn't had an impact on our team whatsoever. Our team is connected. Our team has played its heart out in two games, and we've lost two tough games. But there's, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And if you ask anyone in our locker room, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And that's just the truth. It's a convenient storyline for you and for everybody else, but it's not the truth. We've lost two tough games, but the guys in that locker room, the men in that locker room, they are finishers, and they have what it takes, and we're excited to prove ourselves. Yeah, we just lost a game in overtime, Jeff. So how do you think the mood is? How do you think the mood is? How do you think it is? It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough, it's tough group in there. There's a lot of pride in that room. Okay? And we put a lot into this, and we got a good football team. And so we've lost two tough games. We've got to bounce back, learn from our mistakes, and be ready for Minnesota. I mean, you never hear Brandon Staley like that. Like ever. Short and snippy. Yeah. He normally handles the media really, really well. And that's, by the way, that is an honest answer. How do you think we feel right now? <laughs> We're 0-2. Good news for the Chargers is there's no 2-0 teams in their division. And that they can make it up fast in a must-have game. We want to talk about desperate teams. I'm concerned about Minnesota, too. I could have come on the air and said this to start, you know, Friday show after losing in Philadelphia the way they lost 0-2 versus 0-2 at Minnesota next week. That is desperation bowl on the spot. Loser goes to 0-3. Holy cow, look out below. Good news for Minnesota is the Lions and the Packers both lost and the Bears look terrible. 
So that's good news for them. Good news for the Chargers is no one is now, they're not two games behind. Bad news for them is after their early bye, home for Dallas at Kansas City. And if they don't win one of the next two games, go into the bye at 0-4 or 1-3. And they come out of the bye, then they come out home against Dallas at Kansas City. Look out. Because they also have games against Baltimore. They also have games against the AFC East. They're playing Buffalo. They haven't even played. They played Miami, you know, and then their division, Mm. which is going to be tough, you know, because the Raiders are look better despite, you know, what they, you know, I, I, I thought that anybody coming into Buffalo would be fodder this weekend based on the what happened on Monday night because the Bills are that good. And so, by the way, is Josh Allen. So those are the two 0-2 teams that jump out at me from yesterday that concerned me the most, who had so much going for them and still may, you know, it's, we're, we're marathoning, we're, we're, we're not yet sprinting here. We'll talk about this with Chris Long of Greenlight Podcast. Overreaction Monday coming up. Uh, Deion Sanders in Colorado taking on Colorado State. You could make the case that was the game of the weekend still. Not just college football, but all of football played in the United States of America. Certainly the only one that had Lil Wayne involved and Deion's mom. Yeah. And glasses for everyone. And the rock and, and offset. And the rock and offset. And then one of the dirtiest hits you'll see on a, on a gridiron this year. Still here on the Roku channel. Um, and then T.J. Watt, hour number three. I keep thinking you're going to say something to me, and then you finish with what? And I'm like, oh. Oh, TJ what? (laughs) So Overreaction Monday, when we're done with this show, Chris and I will tape the latest Overreaction Monday podcast for you to consume later on today. Uh, Tuesday, Susie and Amy will do What the Football. Um, TJ, you'll be part of that again, correct? As long as they have me, for sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ian Rappaport will be the guest. Rap sheet. So all of these injuries... That are going on. Is he going to wear that like fake T-shirt that Tom was talking about last week with the buttons? He's 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 dressing for the fellow kids. Is he going to be eating a lot on uh, on the insiders? You saw that right on the Roku eating channel. Huh? It was amazing. There's <laughs> Susie and Amy lurking in your podcast. You know the best part about this podcast is Amy gives us ice cream. You don't give us ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> He gives you money to buy us. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah, good like point. Don Draper, that's what the money's for. J-O, that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what the money is for. Oh, okay. You never say mean... thank you. <laughs> well, that's what the money is for. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, it's delicious. Well, I mean, my, my logo does look very Draper-esque. That's what I mean. Well, that's the, the theme of this Wait, studio so when it was designed. there's ice cream in the freezer right now? I don't Pro- know if Amy probably brought it with her. Right back. You know, uh, if there is, bring it out. Very good. What a great way to wrap up our <laughs> one. 